Here's our TSN Hockey Insider, uh, Chris Johnston. What do you make of the work that Kyle Dubas did today, CJ? Well, big move, obviously. And, and you know, we knew he was still shopping and, and was going to be aggressive. I, I'm not sure I would have guessed he'd be this aggressive. And, you know, I think credit to him. It, it reminds me a lot of the kind of moves we've seen Tampa make with a lot of success in years gone by. Uh, just because he's getting players that are going to be cost-effective players for multiple years. This isn't just contingent on does this work this, this year in the playoffs. Uh, you know, Jake McCabe at $2 million for the next two seasons is, is pretty good for a team that's, that's always got to be really mindful of that stuff. And I, I don't think the price he paid was, was, too, was too high, uh, quite frankly. And we're talking about picks that you know, certainly aren't going to be around at any point in time, had the least been making them to help out the current group of players to, to win a Stanley Cup. So you're trading some of your future to have a better chance today. And I think given where the Leafs are at, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I do think we've been using that example too, CJ, that, that Tampa, I think Colorado a year ago, set the template that if you believe in your team, that you you got to pay the price, right? It's you you got to pay the price, and and you may not be overly comfortable with it once you actually get the check in two years, three years of the draft or whatever. But they've been building this program up for a long time. You go back to the tank season; that was eight years ago. Eight years ago, they tanked. Like at some point, you, you got to believe it's going to get over the top. And I think what Dubas has done here is he's he's tried to insulate the best players with guys that he believes have a bit of a different DNA. Right, they they they're more competitive and they bring a little bit, you know, of a, of a different DNA than than maybe who's been in there the previous fifty games. Right. I mean, Frankie was in the Leafs lineup in that tank season. Now Thank he's working you. with us. That, that's that's right. how much time. That's how much time has passed. Yeah. And I'm with. I mean, at some point you have to go for it. I don't even think it's just related. I mean, we can tie it to his Kyle Dubas's contract or the big decisions. I mean, I, I just think, you know, how close they've been in the past. Uh, you know they've lost always in a you know one and one and done deciding game right it's a game seven or the game five against Columbus um, you know you, you're just trying to find a little extra margin when you get to that kind of situation the next time and so I mean I, I think it makes complete sense we all know that if if it if they don't find traction with this group something's going to change and then you're looking at a whole whole different conversation anyway and so as long as you're in with this group if they're performing the way they have you know they're fourth best in the league in points percentage. Right now, and, and you know, other than that, that you know, first two weeks that were a little bit of a sputtering start, they've been they've been there all year long, uh, by and large. And so, you know, if you believe in the group, you gotta you gotta have full belief. And they've they've added players, I think, that that bring a different element. You know, whether it's penalty killing, you know, defensive play from from you know the way Lafferty skates. I just I just think they've they've added a little bit more competitive element there too, which which won't hurt in those those playoff games. CJ, do you think that's it? Like, Leafs are closing up shop, or they just kind of sniff around the next three or four days and see what's cooking? I don't think that's it, quite honestly. Um, you know, there, there, there are things they can do cap-wise where they don't have to trade someone off the roster to, to get cap compliant when Matt Murray's healthy. But, you know, it's probably easier, if, if I'll put it that way, to, to make a deal. I think they've got some interest on some of their guys that are pending UFAs. It might be expendable, so we'll see if if maybe they become a little bit of a, a seller, at least you know, with one player, for example, to to make some cap room. And and you know, you're this far in. Why not keep looking at the market? I mean, seems to me the prices are coming down a little bit. Are you um, flatlining? CJ? I was going to say, you're on the operating <laughs> table. <laughs> Honestly, I'm stuck in a snowstorm. <laughs> I don't know how to turn the sensor thing off on of my car. And it takes, 
I'm like, I thought this guy was lying on a hospital bed, and the guy was just about to inform you that you're legally dead. Honestly, my car thinks I'm going to hit something, but it's just like the ice and snow or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm not close to hitting anything, and I don't know how to turn that sensor off, so I'm, okay. I'm screwed for this whole hit. That's got to be remarkably frustrating to have a car operating that way when you live in Canada and it hates snow and ice. So does this happen all the time or what? No, I don't drive around the city that much. And typically okay. I'm not out when the snow's going on, but I had a few errands I had to run and my afternoon got blown up by this trade. So okay. I'm, 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 I've been playing catch up all day and here I am in the snowstorm and my car's going bananas. Well, in terms of these other moves, is it would it be a trade where the, the Leafs are acquiring a piece they want or do you think it's they have to unload someone to make the math work. Like, what would the what's the philosophy behind the potential for a next deal? Um, in other words, you know, you're they're reaching out and saying we like that player, so we'll pay for it, or we have to unload Kerfoot, Hall, Engvall in order to be cap compliant. I think it's a bit of both potentially there. I mean, look, with the trades they made, they're they're in a position now. I don't. It'd be hard for me to argue they have to do something, right? I mean, I I think that they've pretty significantly addressed their team. And, but now they're in the kind of the bonus period. I mean, one part, the, the one part you mentioned is, okay, can they, can they make a trade to, to remove someone from the roster that makes sense both financially, but also maybe in terms of what they get. But I think then, you know, why not? You're, you're already kind of, you're on a roll at this point. There's still four days or three and a half days till the deadline passes. I think you should still look around. I mean, obviously they've had extensive conversations with teams in the league and I, I do sense it's kind of crazy I'm saying this because I saw what Tampa paid for Genoa last night. But in general, it does seem like the prices are going to come down from here on in. I mean, most most of the teams that are going to be aggressive buyers have made their move. Carolina might be the one notable exception. We'll see what uh, Colorado does, what Edmonton does. But, you know, in the East, we, we've seen, you know, a lot of there's not there's not many more first round picks hanging out there. I'll say that, and so maybe they can get something that makes sense that's uh, that's cheap. <laughs> this is an iceberg. Oh, iceberg oh, right ahead. <laughs> when O said, "What the hell?" I oh, lost it. Just flatlining, <laughs> CJ. We love that you're you know alive. If there's any show where I had this happen, I'm glad it's your show. It had to be this one. CJ. Nobody else would know how to deal with this, so you guys just call it right out. I love it. Hayes and I were just la- we turned our microphones off, and we were laughing while you were talking. Oh, man. But- you know what's exciting? I've actually just figured out how to turn that sensor off. So oh, we're gonna oh be beautiful. For- Look at That's a bigger deal that's than the McCabe deal right that's there. That's continue the hit. Frankie, get fire rocking. away. What do you have, Frank? Well, CJ, I was going to say, like, are you kind of surprised that the price Prices are that high for guys like Janot. Like I know he's a good player and all that, but you, you think about the type of player, like a little bit of a gritty, physical guy, and like that's the kind of package you'd put together for, you know, like an offensive dynamo kind of player. But it seems like you know that type, that role, it, it's the prices are high for those kinds of players. Well, especially younger guys, which you know is with team control. You know, he's, he's still got one more year as a restricted free agent, so Tampa's not making that move just for for one kick at it. I, you know, I, I would say I'm surprised. Like, certainly when that deal was announced, I almost thought it was a misprint or something. Like, I thought I, I had misunderstood something when I first, you know, it had been a long day, and that one came out at, what, 10.30 last night or give or take. Uh, but, you know, the more I've thought about it, it just seems like there's almost like a market correction on on draft picks right now. I, I don't I don't think the teams that are spending them value them nearly as much as they once did. I mean, we've already seen five 
five teams at the top end of the Eastern Conference have traded at least one first. Toronto's traded two. They've traded a bunch of other oh stuff with God, it, those teams. Drives is a... It's facts, CJ. What happened there? You just, you just told us that you found a way to yes. fix it, and it's, it's back. It's trying to override me from, like, turning off the sensor. gate. Sensor gate. Yes. Sensor gate. Oh, my God. Well, but yeah, I don't. I don't think draft picks are worth what they once were, at least in today's market. That's that's what I'm seeing. I mean, teams are spending them like candy. And and if you look at most recent deadlines, you might see one or two that go for a rental player, but but not nearly as many as we've seen, you know, across the, this last little bit. Yeah, it feels like the NHL is starting to operate in a way like the NBA has been operating, where if you're in it, you you unload everything you got, you take a run at it, and the second you realize that it's not your turn anymore you unload all your players and you recoup the pegs and i think that's likely what what dubas is thinking here i'm sure he doesn't want this to happen but if matthews in the summer gives them an answer they don't want to hear if nylander gives them an answer they don't want to hear or the money just doesn't matter even if they win a cup you still have to do business Mm -hmm. i'm sure he's looking at it thinking if those guys go or we flip one of them or whoever it might be, you can get picks back. You'll get picks back, you'll get prospects back. And I, I sense that's probably what, what Dubas is thinking, that he's got all these different possible ways that this could play out, and he doesn't seem overly concerned about finding a way to get those picks back if need be or if they're in a position where they desperately want them because they're, they're going in a different direction. Exactly, and the, the truth of the matter is, if it gets to that point, Kyle Dubas might not be that one making that decision anyway, right? So, right. I mean, we've all just lived through a pandemic. I'm living through a snowstorm here. Seize the day. That I mean, this seems to be what's going on in the league right now. I mean, the Eastern Conference has been crazy. Seize the day. Seize the yes, day. brother. What a line, man. <laughs> <laughs> this yes. is the most inspiring hit we've ever had on this show. CJ, you are a man of... Just inspiration, ultimately. Let's all go jogging tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do it on a treadmill. Make sure you get outside and freeze your ass off. In yes, the snow. that's the only way it counts. You know what? I'm We're going to get a sensor if we go jogging in the snow. <laughs> if that, <laughs> that sensor goes off again, I'm unplugging my mic and I'm you out gotta of here. Leave. You have You cannot contain yourself <laughs> I anymore. can't do it. Yeah, oh, that man. sensor loves being on the show. This sensor's oh, getting yeah. a lot of JP, air time. Man. By the way, JP, we want like a high Highlight of the sensor. Yeah, JP's cut. You know what? Don't give Duffy any ideas, man. He might use that on Friday. Yeah. That sensor may find a role on Friday. That for sensor needs to be going deadline. off for a few teams right now, though, because yes. in the Western Conference, it's like everyone's sleeping. Other than Vegas getting Barbashev, CJ, it's like, yeah. what's going on out there? There's a couple teams that are for sale now with Nashville and Washington. Is it going to be a little more of a liquidation there as well? And you see some of those pieces maybe going out west. Well, you know, I think Colorado still has a move to make. Uh, they've got some cap space with their injuries. Like, that makes sense. I don't know what's going to happen in Edmonton. I mean, they've kicked tires on everything. Uh, we've talked about a lot of the names, but I still think that they're, they're going to have to do something. Um, but what that is, it's still a bit of a, you know, mystery box for me. And so, yeah, we're going to see the West wake up a little bit. But, you know, this year it just feels like there's, I mean, look, six of the seven best teams in the league right now are in the Eastern Conference. So, there's, there's a lot of teams out west that don't feel great about themselves in, in their front offices. Certainly not enough to, to go all in the way we've seen, you know, the Bruins, the Lightning, the Leafs, the, the Devils, and the Rangers do it. Yeah, yet at the same time, only one of those teams can get through. And in the west, it just seems like 
if you have any faith in your team, you probably feel more optimistic of making it to a cup final than any team in the East, Boston included, because of who Boston's got to go through and who the Leafs have to go through in Tampa and Jersey and the Rangers. It's almost like March Madness and all the one seeds and a couple of the two seeds are in the same bracket, like in the same region. You know, it's like Duke, Carolina, Syria, they're all playing in the same, same region. Yeah, and if you're in if you're in a weaker division or weaker conference, and clearly the West is that, uh, I w- I would look at it the opposite way. You know, if I'm Edmonton, if I'm Winnipeg, like Winnipeg picked up Niederreiter, I thought that was a smart a good play. pickup, and they didn't have to give up anyone on their roster. It cost you a second. That's like an easy piece of business. And like I'm sure you heard it last night. Morrissey made a comment. He quickly tried to walk it back. Um, I can't remember Let's the I can't remember the exact wording, but basically, he, I want to say, and I'm paraphrasing. You know, we he he thinks they're playing scared. You know, or they're they're right. starting to play a little jittery here, and um, he caught himself because he knew how people were going to react to that. Because yeah. Winnipeg's starting to slip, and Colorado's going they the opposite are. way. You know, um, I wonder what what Shevel Dayoff and the Jets decide to do beyond Niederreiter. Could you see him being even more bullish between now and Friday? I could because look, their their team. When we talk about she's the day kind of team, that's them. Like. Summer 2024 oh. coming quickly. <laughs> Seize the day with the sensor. My life is made. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is the worst radio in the history of time. But it's the best at the so same good. time. It's oh, the worst, man. best we've Hang ever on a had. sec. Finish your thoughts, Go CJ, ahead, CJ. Or can you? I was going to say, though, summer 2024 is coming soon in Winnipeg, right? They, mm-hmm. They've got Shifley, uh, Hellebach. You know, Pierre-Luc Dubois has only got one year left as a restricted free agent. You know, they, they don't have forever with their core either. And, and they're actually one of the few teams that we'll call a contender or one of the teams up there in the standings. They have, a, they have a fair amount of cap space, you know, compared to some of the, the other front offices out there. They can, they can afford to just add players for a draft pick and, and not have to do quite the, the same sort of gymnastics that, that so, you know, the Oilers, for example, are going to have to do. So I, I think that they're laying in the weeds, and, and it's not in their DNA to go crazy, but... This might be the year they should. I know, but why shouldn't it? Why shouldn't they be going crazy? They've had a quality team, and when you've got that goaltender, like, what kind of message is that for anybody? Like, just to kind of be that conservative approach. It's, it's go time. For years, it was like, oh, we got these prospects with Shifley and Ehlers and Connor and all that. Like, you gotta say now it's like all in because who the hell knows what's going to happen in a year and a half with those guys? Exactly. I, I mean, I'm with you. I, I think that they're, they're a team we should still be watching closely. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, making, I'm out there making all the same jokes as everyone else, like this deadline is going to leave nothing for Friday, but I still think that there's a fair amount still to happen around the league right, um, because there's too many teams out there that haven't, haven't done anything yet while a few others are going, going bananas. Yeah, something's got to give. I wonder if we can get one more beat before we let you go. <laughs> oh, oh, you can. It. I mean, it's... It's a slush pile out here, guys. I, you would not be wanted. I hope you're not driving home tonight after yeah, the show. We are. Frankie and I are. Oh, made a veteran decision. He's healthy yeah. and happy and comfortable. Oh, today something came up. Can't come in. Yeah. Look at the weather app. That's what came up. <laughs> I hear you. All right, CJ. Well, good stuff, buddy. This has been great and uh, very inspiring. What, what was the line of the day again? Seize, Seize the, the moment. Day. Seize the, the day. day. Seize, Seize the, the day. day. Seize the day with a siren to inform him there's ice ahead. Yes.
We love it. Uh, JP, do we have You've any? had a good run. I have a feeling this is my last appearance on your show, so no. thanks, thanks for everything, boy. Never. Never, buddy. Thank you for doing this. We'll uh, catch you later in the week. All right. See ya. There's Chris Johnston. <laughs> <laughs> No way! Was, was that, that JP? Was that JP? <laughs> oh, that was JP. Just a perfect drop. Oh man, CJ, what kind of wheels? Like that would drive you crazy, JP, man. JP, do, do it again, man. Give us another one. Give us a little taste of what we just heard for twenty minutes. <laughs> That's wild, man. That's a Ford Focus or something, man. I don't know what that is. I don't understand how that helps your focus on the roads. But that it, would drive me crazy. I, I would oh, yeah. be even more deterred. And I think it would be more difficult for me to keep my concentration. Unless on the road. you're in reverse, that should not be anything. On. You're it driving a on. Dr- yeah. driving the I car. would have a like a just a a sign. Please steal me if my car did that. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it right <laughs> out on the sidewalk. That's them. Like summer twenty twenty four. Listen to that thing go, man. Even the res- the reverse beep is no longer really a thing. No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think I have the reverse beep. I have the reverse beep. Maybe what it's... what about the go kart? The go kart might. I got to check that, man. I haven't driven that in a while. I try to forget that. Dude, why don't you sell that thing? It's, <laughs> what you do you have think that go-kart? thing's worth? What do you like? That is a go kart. That thing should be relegated to simply going to Dude, a golf course. You fire course. that thing on. Let's. You know what? Take a couple pics of the go-kart tonight, yeah. and we'll post it on the show tomorrow, and you see if you get any sniffs. That's the thing. Okay. You'll get sniffs based on the fact that it's your... What, do you think I'm going to sign it? Someone's going to put it up on the wall? It's like the, the John Voight car in That's Seinfeld. True. But I'm not a dentist. Yes, you're not. I may be the real John Voight. You may be. Possibly. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks again to, uh, to Chris Johnston. For joining us, we that love was... having CJ on. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it after. There. Like yeah. I was, he would st- he would start talking. I'd be waiting for it. I'd start laughing. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> uh, we're getting some news on LeBron here. The right foot soreness. He is out tomorrow night against Memphis. That is a big game too. Every game's a big game for the Lakers. But if he's sitting out, man, I I wonder when he's going to return. Like that he is likes the show. He he knows the cameras are on him, and not many guys can like. There was no hiding the limp. Like he was making it known yeah. that there was that limp leaving the building. They're right there, though, man. Like they're 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 a game out Dude, of the stop it. seed. Stop it! Don't tell me they're right there because they've had important games the last three weeks. And LeBron was at the Super Bowl. LeBron didn't want to play in Portland. Uh, he didn't want to play against Brooklyn in Brooklyn. Don't tell me that they're right in it and they're important. I'm just because they've had massive games where guys are sitting around doing nothing. I understand. Nothing. I understand that, but I'm I'm saying based on their standing, they they've won three in a row. They're three games below 500, but they're a game out of a playoff spot. They're only two and a half out of the sixth seed in the West. The yeah. West is a mess right now. It's yeah. just, it's not very good. Um, I don't have faith in the Lakers because of this. If LeBron is out, they, they are weakened significantly. Anthony Davis is going to miss games. You just can't have faith in those guys. How can you? You like cannot have faith The track record in them. at this point and at that age, for all those guys, kind of speaks for itself. Like, yep. They are what they are. Yep, absolutely. And they're not surprising anyone. No, they're not. All right, Frankie, you're yeah. off to do some panel work tonight. Big games for Ottawa. Big games for Ottawa. Some game circle, they got huh? back-to-back against the Red Wings. I'm going to go hang out with my pals Laura Dykin and Mark Mathot. Oh, yes. I'll see you soon. All right. Good luck. Thank Good you. Luck.
Good luck. I'll miss you guys. Seize the day. I will seize. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. That's Frankie oh, Garano. Go. All right, Josh Lewenberg coming up on the Raptors. What happened last night? His take on LeBron and the Lakers moving forward. And we'll get to our best bets brought to you by FanDuel later in the hour. Overdrive continues. TSN 1050 and on TSN 2.